Surprise! What's Hello. the crack? What's a crack? What's the crack? Here's the proper spelling of crack here. What's crack, everyone? Yay! This is a spontaneous love stream. Unplanned. Unedited. <laughs> and um, I'd like to thank my sister, Melissa Dehan, who just, um, at a moment's notice, just said yes to coming on here and having a wee chat with me for some crack in consciousness because we never know what life is going to throw us. We really don't know what life is going to throw us. And this has just been spontaneous, so thank you. What's happening? Oh, you know, just the, the usual, the usual. <laughs> um, Riding the waves. It's not the usual, it's not the usual. That's not right, that's not true. <laughs> Oh, before just before riding the waves, yeah. Yes. Before we start, what I'd like to do is, um, we just I just like to take a moment um, for all of us, for us here, and for everyone watching now in the future. I just want to take a minute of silence, and this is just um, to connect with a dear being very close to us. And we just want to take a minute's silence just in honoring and blessing of this being and beings and anyone else that needs our intentions and love and blessings at this moment. So we just want to take a moment's silence. Okay, so thank you again. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you for, um, at a moment's notice, joining this pop-up love stream, Crack and Consciousness. Crack and Consciousness. We've talked about this before. <laughs> and uh, um, I I just messaged, I was supposed to do something. Um, I was supposed to be on with Todd and there was something, whatever's happened, we didn't know, we don't know what's happened. But then I just messaged Melissa, will we go, will we go on? And uh, she said, I but I have to go and get my um, hoodie. So she says she's going to get yeah. a hoodie. So I says, I'll get my hoodie on too. And now she's not even got her hood up. You got it. You got I, it there look, in preparation. It's all good. Look, I'm like it. a druid in here. I love it. But this is, this is, it always happens in the dark, the black and white as well. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It beats my Harry Potter pajamas. Yes. I was good. I was leaving that for you to say, if you're going to talk about the Harry Potter pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all about the, it's all about the self love this week. Oh <clears throat> my god, soft warm clothes. It's actually cold. It's actually cold yeah. here as well. At night, it's cold. It's getting down to nearly zero degrees as well. So we're feeling a wee bit of cold. So like pajamas and hoodie weather as well. So it's good to have you here. Good to chat with you. What's the crack? What's the crack? <laughs> 
only you could have uh, managed to pull me uh, out of my Harry Potter pajamas for the crack. <laughs> I was all I was all tucked up on the sofa with a nice nice fire, ready to watch you guys. So here we are. Here we are. So God knows what's gonna. So did you come take up, the, but, uh, you know? <clears throat> did you actually take the pajamas off, or have you got that hoodie on over? It? Tell the truth now. No man, they're gone. They're, they're gone. gone. They're just for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, no, I, I was saying too earlier on in the in the messages, you know, like uh, it's been it's been a very it's been a very rare day. It's a a, a day of. Um, I I mean I said it earlier on. We're we're riding the waves, and I think everybody really is right now. Uh, no matter who you are or where you're at or what's going on um and um, for me personally <clears throat> like i said um it's just it's just self-love self-care central i'm not doing a whole lot i'm not pardon the laundry yes <laughs> <laughs> i know no messing aside i'm not even going to go there because you know, like, uh, it's the little things that we find our refuge in, isn't it? So, um, just, just, I'm, I've been in a, in a place of very deep, um, reflection, I think over the last couple of, last couple of weeks in particular. And, um, I just, I, I, I've just been observing myself today, observing everyone and everything around me. The topic of impermanence, you know, coming right up there to to tap me in the shoulder and uh, get intimate with, and you know that that feels like it consumes me one minute, and then how precious life is, how uh, important it is to be here now, how I jump from that to <clears throat> observing myself, observing my thoughts, observing my beliefs, so like. This is just me personally. It's it's like I'm watching a movie, and it's it's jumping from from uh, show to show, and I'm just trying to stand back, be still, witness it all as it as it comes in and as it goes. Um, that's kind of me. Mm. That's kind of me. Yeah, recently, over the last few days, we talked about it just before. I've I've noticed as well about like the the impermanence and just I don't know maybe other people have experienced the same. But very recently, um, you know, just over the last couple of days, so many um, beings that have um, transitioned and moved on to their their next adventure. It seems to be there seems to be a time now where where this is happening. And and I always feel like I love the way you shared it there. The like the impermanence. Because as humans, we get attached to things and we get into habits, we get into taking things for granted. We, we, we get into this space where we just expect things to be the way they have always been. And it takes things like those sorts of things and like shakeups in our life or the reality of what we call death to maybe shake us out of our comfort zone, shake us out of our complacency to really, yeah, like you said, self-care and you know appreciating what we have appreciating those who are here and around us and this this gift of life it's so important so important yeah 
I think it's a perfect opportunity as well for us to reflect on what it is really that is important to us right now. You know, where are you? What are you giving your thoughts to, your energy to? And is it serving you? Because it's so easy to, to this is just my perspective, go down a rabbit hole of of what ifs or I should have done this, I should have said this, you know, um, when you're in this reflective state. Um, and it can be detrimental because the only place you can ever be is, you know, here, right now. But it's the easiest thing to do to, to um, just to allow yourself to get caught up in things that have absolutely no relevance. And I think, you know, this, this time, you know, we're, we're all having to, to revisit things that we, we possibly don't want to. I know, I don't know, well, I don't know about you guys there, they've just um, locked down Ireland again. So a lot of people are just having to face back into um, and this, the same kind of story as, as last year. <clears throat> a lot of people at home uh, being with themselves, being with people that um, they, they can't necessarily run from. It brings up all sorts of stuff and it puts us back into this little uh, container again of being with yourself ultimately because, and I've, I've really like, I mean, I know this and then I get another sense of knowing something and another sense of knowing it. It's like the layers and levels that everything outside of me is me. Everyone outside of me is me. Every experience outside of me is me. And it's some kick up the arse sometimes because I really don't want to see that. And then sometimes I'm really happy to see that. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it, it just, it's a, it's a bittersweet place. And I, I wanted to talk to it today. I wanted to try and write, but the words wouldn't come. And then I wanted to try and articulate something earlier on and, and the words wouldn't come. And so I just, I switched on Vikings. And now here I am with you, and I guess it's it's going to come up and come out now either way. But um, it's it's it can be the most um, beautiful place if we can open up to what is being shown to us about ourselves. Equally, it can be uh, quite a testing uh, a testing thing, and. I'm in a space where I'm allowing it to be whatever it needs to be, if that makes sense. If it needs to test my metal, so be it. But I'll just try not to touch it. Mm. And and if I recognize it as, as a beautiful thing, which I have been experiencing these moments as well, it's actually, it's funny because I mean, I'm, I'm crying like that at the drop of a hat at the most simplistic things, seeing the joy in, other people's stuff or or my own and it's funny because it really does feel like such a roller coaster of emotions and that's like all in one day and then these days are repeating so yeah that's just me this week <laughs> that's just me today what am i saying <laughs> but so and this <laughs> is what this is why and i've this is what i've always shared and always um offered and i know um, it was shared and I don't know because it, some it sounds good to say that it sounds amazing it sounds like people agree with you yes 
yes, everything outside of me is is me, and everyone outside of me is me. But then on the next on the next time you'll see someone saying, but this person did that and they did this and they did that, like we all like we all do, and it's like it's it's an empowerment. It is an empowerment because whenever we realize that everything is us, everyone is us. Like you said, there's going to be things that we like, things that we don't like. But the things that we don't like, we can actually have an ability to do something, be something, choose something about it. When we know that it's a reflection of ourselves, when we believe that it's something or someone else, we are disempowered. There's nothing we can do. If we believe we're separate and this thing's coming at me and I'm, you know, I'm a victim of this or I'm, you know, something, this person did this to me or that government or whatever, then there's absolutely, you are disempowered. You are truly the the essence of a victim because the world is coming at you rather than actually coming through you and as you oh my god my son has just appeared at the window in front of me here how did he get up there a two-year-old son that is absolutely i have no idea how he did that it's about this high off it's okay his mama's got him oh my god so yeah it's it's empowerment it's not always comfortable it's not always easy but it is the most empowered and i believe the ultimate truth is that 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 is us and it's not happening to us it's happening through us as us for us and we are from a higher level of consciousness like moving all these little pieces just perfectly in way um in line and creating putting it through that person and you know it's brought us here together in this this moment now for whatever it is wishes to be you know come together and something something new is birthed when we when we come together in this way and that's all like orchestrated on a higher level of consciousness for us in the perfect way and again we don't always like it we don't always want to see that part of ourselves that our family shows us or that part of ourselves that shows us how we were 20 years ago or whatever but it is always <clears throat> for us and it is always for the highest good we just I love what you said we don't touch it it's like don't touch it as as a personal identity don't touch it as that is me personally it's like this is a reflection this is me but it's not you know the mis i'm not my mistakes i'm not my you know i'm not my traumas i'm not my it's it's just a reflection of all the potentialities of me and if you don't touch it it can just move on by yeah Unless you're a serial toucher and you want to touch the shit, you try not to because they're the habits of your lifetime. Of course, <laughs> so of course. I, I, I spoke with Steph today and I was saying to her, what it feels like for me, right, is like from the, the, the work on over the last couple of months, it's like in a little conveyor belt, right? And my stuff just feels like it just comes in and it moves along. And, and I'm, I'm kind of like this and I'm observing stuff. And... I'm realizing, oh, I engaged with this. How long did I engage with this shit for? Are you for real? I gave all of my time to this and, and I, I can't even remember how it feels like. Or, you know, it's like with the clarity, having gone through certain experiences, <clears throat> knowing not to touch it now, not to pick it up, like literally, not not to do this. Oh, this looks nice, but no, because if you pick that shit up, it's gonna burn you again. And I have, I have and to say this not... before, before. What is the TV show? Because this is cracking consciousness. <laughs> there was some TV show 
where there was a conveyor belt because I could literally see it when you were saying, do you remember this? And there was all this stuff going along and I think maybe it was like prizes or something and you had to pick it up. Do you remember this? I'm way too young to remember that. I think I have an idea what you're talking about, but I don't know. <laughs> That's what I was saying. It was like a prize and I think you had to wait or something and then you could pick the yeah. prize off it. And you grab but, shit. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, go ahead. I but just had to say that's that. what we do. We we we, we default. We, we like because honestly, it's been like because we've been so conditioned that there always has to be some chaos or drama or or some sort of, you know, I have this to fix, I have that to heal, I have this to experience. But but what I'm this is just me. This is just my own personal experience right now, <clears throat> and I'm very aware, equally, of the fluidity of this of of how. Um, it could change tomorrow. I'm just riding the waves. Um, I'm observing things that I really invested a lot of my time, energy and presence in as recent as two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And now I'm looking at it going, what in the hell? And and knowing as it comes back around, just to, just to stand back and observe it as me. I'm observing it as me. So if I'm after going and judging the shit out of a person, place, situation, thing, now it's coming back around on this conveyor belt and I'm just watching and I'm going, oh, shit, shit, that was me. <laughs> did, did, am I even making sense? Completely, completely, and totally. It's, it's like the given sushi. Me have you ever been in the sushi restaurants where they go around, the, the thing keeps coming around? <laughs> Thank you to Janine. <laughs> it's the Generation Game. It was called the Generation Game with Bruce yeah. Forsyth and Steph got it and everyone else yeah. I couldn't remember. So, yes, completely. Absolutely. It's like we're picking up a piece of our person each time, a piece of our trauma, a piece of our, and then we put it in our mm -hmm. pocket and we get intimate with it again. And then we're like, oh shit, why did I do that? I could have just let that go and, and you, on by. Yeah. You put up a post the other day about discernment, right? And I love the shit out of it because, again, it's something that we were talking about earlier. The need for discernment <sighs> as you observe your stuff, because I mean, you can turn around and say, or I can turn around and say, I am not my stuff. But if I'm interacting with it and if I'm fueling it or feeding it, then I am. Mm -hmm. um, and the the need for this this discernment as these as we're riding these waves that you can catch yourself if possible. I mean, I've been midway through a sentence in the last week with with people I could be midway through a sentence and then I'll catch myself and go oh shit that's not what we do anymore and you don't want to go there and and not from a place of oh I don't want to experience this again but because of accessing the wisdom of the old experience if that makes sense so yes. you don't need to you don't need to it's it's not from a place of oh my god I really don't want to experience this again I don't want history repeating it's not like that because we all are doing the work and we are we all want better for taking the action steps to do it and you know that's what this the discernment looks like that's what the self-love looks like um and for me personally I, I just feel like I'm I'm just I'm riding whatever wave comes in in whatever moment and seeing what's being presented I'm I'm just using the the like words or the mantra be here now as as best I can be because what I really got today, like what I really got today, right, was <clears throat> this is probably what was burning up in me all day. With the understanding 
of this this gift of impermanence today. I mean, coming right up and slap me into the face. Bringing myself back into the present moment, even deeper than ever before. I understand we are in control of absolutely nothing, nothing. Like, like I can't, I don't have words for it. I'm gonna lose it here trying to even put them in. Like never before I understand we are in charge of nothing. I can't stop the snow from falling tonight. I can't stop the rain from coming the next day and washing it away. I can't stop what's trying to come into my life from coming or what's trying to leave my life leaving. I cannot do a thing about a thing. But there is one thing that I can do and I'm trying to do moment by moment and that's hold this frequency of love to be it, to see it, to anchor it, to emit it, to, 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 to just, if I can't do anything else, let me just do that. And that's enough in this now moment. Um, because the rest is, is not in my hands. So if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna um, respond, then I'm gonna respond with the only thing that I know from my own experience that, that steadies me, that stabilizes me, that anchors me, and that is love. I don't know how to put that any other way. There's no other way to put it. That was beautiful. So beautiful. So beautiful. I want to talk to that and I want to just go back to one other thing as well. Because um, I have to keep this, this, uh, you started it now. I have to keep this um, conveyor belt thing going. <laughs> and it's that, the way you talked about it, it's like when that your stuff comes along now, it's not so we see that we see that trauma coming along we see that thing and then you know we're caught we're you know we're really drawn to it and then it's like okay no i can take a moment to step back and i can see it it's not that we're looking at this going past and go ah i don't want that part of me i don't want that part of me no go on i want the next part it's like we're looking and let's say our deepest darkest trauma our biggest fear and it's just there and it's just like going by and i'm not resisting it I'm not pushing it away. I'm just letting it go straight by. So the generation game, Bruce Forsyth, he he started this and he <laughs> he brought this in. But on what you shared there, I love as well. I absolutely love. And and this is where I, I've talked about many times where I this is one perspective on infinite potential. The and I've used the words, but my understanding is we Everyone has heard this, we create our reality. I do not believe we create our reality. All of reality is already created. We choose what we take off the conveyor belt that already exists and what we want to experience. It's already there. It's like the, the sculptor has got like a big rock. Inside that rock, the sculpture is already there but it takes the chipping away to uncover what's what's already there. And love is that what is always there. The love is what is in, in that moment. And something else that came to me, it was like earlier this week as well, it was like, is be like what you've just described is be, the, I like to put it in like the shortest possible that you can get on Facebook without it changing off those wee background things. I don't know how many characters that is. It was like, be the, mm. be the open door 
that love flows through. And that open door is not something, you don't do the opening or there's nothing you have to do. It's like you're just, you either are in a state of openness or otherwise. And that's what I feel you're expressing yeah. there. It's just the being, the, the vehicle in which the love that you are moves through. And that's effortless. Yeah. You don't do the allowance don't do or the allowance. Yeah, the allowance or the resistance to love. Yes. That's 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 for me as well equally what it boils down to. And I didn't know when I'm looking at this little conveyor belt with all my stuff, I really didn't know. I didn't know the shit I was believing or the stuff I was feeding into. I didn't know because ah, uh, I mean, you you know me if 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 I'm in a place and I can feel that resistance within my mind or my heart, I'll go after it like a dog with a bone because I don't want to feel like that anymore. Um, and what I'm observing, especially in the last week, is all of the places that I saw. And I mean, you spoke about this many times when, when we did the mystery school together, but but I didn't I didn't get it like I get right now. And it's it's like um multiple lenses where you're you're observing what you think is real and you really believe it and you really invest you know your opinions and your beliefs and it's like Ugh. but i'm looking at this now and i'm i'm nearly cringing in another sense because i'm like oh shit <laughs> i'm understanding now you know as i'm as i'm watching that everything this is just me this is just my perspective and where I'm at personally, that everything was created by me, for me, from a place of unconditional love, from my highest growth and expansion, even if it hurt like a bitch at the time, I'm aware of what I have learned. I can use my discernment to access the wisdom of what it is that I was trying to show me via myself, via another, via the experience, take it, watch it come back around because it will, because this is life. Um, how do I know if I'm, you know, allowing this to pass through or resisting? Your whole body's gonna know because you're gonna feel it and your life experience is gonna know because it's gonna get turbulent. And um, it's, it's, it's a time where, if you don't use your discernment, you know, if you if you don't, then your world will run you. It will take you in and under. And that's, that's, we're not riding the waves then, we're, we're engulfed in a tsunami. And that's when the emotions and, and the thoughts and the feelings all ramp up. You think that the conveyor belt is gonna speed up. So you start grabbing your shit from left, right and center and you hold on to this and you hold on to this. All of a sudden you're completely overloaded because you've got all of your stuff in your hands and it's stuff that you don't even need anymore. You forget that you can just put your hands out, drop it, come back to here. And you know, it's, it's, it's intense or it's not. Depends how you look at it. <laughs> yes. I just, yes. got, I just got a vision there as you were as you were saying grabbing all the stuff and it was like you know you grab all the stuff off the conveyor belt and then you bring all the stuff close and then you look down 
and you realize the person is grabbing things on another conveyor belt and it's going like this and it's just and you're going along on the conveyor belt again and you think you've taken this off or you think you're like holding something or you can own something and then you look down and then oh shit i'm on another conveyor belt and oh look this there's endless conveyor belts until I let go completely, yes. completely. Yes, yes, it's taken the whole concept of surrender to a whole other magical place for me this week. It really is. Mm -hmm. It really is. You know, let go. It, let go because, like I said, I mean, we're in control of nothing. There's plenty of plenty of things I could attach to right now in my world. Plenty. Um, my mind would only be too happy for me to do it my heart knows that it wants the freedom from that so to be as present as i possibly can be under whatever circumstances outside of me come in is just my my objective at the moment and uh, nothing more i'm not forcing myself to do anything above and beyond what i feel like i can't i'm it, it's it's i said it to steph as well i know i keep talking about her but um it's it was like the most compassionate energy coming in around me saying are you ready now and when i say are you ready now it's are you ready now to surrender are you ready now to let go are you ready now then to uh be here now are you ready now no judgment no no drama no chaos no um nothing just just that love for myself having gone through all sorts of batshit crazy stuff in particular for the month of December <laughs> um, mm. and to just look back witness it the gratitude I have for it again that's another this is what I meant about all these like you know all these facets or these waves because it's like you're, you're taken into a wave of compassion, a wave of gratitude, a wave of grief, a wave of chaos, a wave of balance, a wave of stillness, a wave of mayhem, boom, back down again. And just trying to stay like this. Mm. It's possible sometimes it's not others, but yeah, we're here. We're brave in it. And I think what's important now for, for people is like, because, you know, most people will be aware of the no of course there's going to be a whole mixture of people who see this most people will be aware of most, we're not saying anything new here but the important thing is to say that like when you said whenever we fall off like we all do every day in some form mm -hmm. it's the it's the judgment that we place upon ourselves then and the oh i i know better especially if you've been on the journey for a little while all right i know better i shouldn't have done this i shouldn't have done then we should on ourselves, as derek rydell says we start to shit on ourselves. never should on yourself um and uh <laughs> <laughs> it's like we judge ourselves then because we know better and i can't i can't think i can't count many times something that i know better and i still do what i what i used to do and that's completely fine and it's there's no the only issue with that is if i judge myself as wrong or bad or not good enough or whatever mm -hmm. whatever it is because if we were just to stay on that all the all the um conveyor belts disappear there's nothing to hang on to i'm in complete surrender i'm 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 there which is a place that we we can get to but 
but our experience becomes flatline, zero. The need for being in a physical form on earth no longer is there other than to dissolve the other um, or allow others to see the illusion of their <coughs> own conveyor belts. But we're always in this flow, this cycle, this rise, fall, the, the waves. But the judgment is what keeps us in this cycle of, you know, that's something personal to me or I've failed or I'm not good enough or I should know better, whatever it is. It's the judgment. We can be in that flow and fall off and be very human and be very neurotic and whatever and be still in this stillness and this awareness and this peace that pervades that's always there that never goes anywhere and we can we can see we can see the part of ourselves acting out like a 14 year old boy we can see the part of our traumatized um little girl whatever it is and we don't judge that part we love it and we accept it and we maybe even have a laugh at it we were having a, you know this is what we do as um emerald <coughs> aliens we have a lot we, we we laugh at these things and that's one way we can get to the point of non non-judgment and then we are free free to be perfectly imperfect human beings yeah um you know i love what you said and it's the easiest thing to repeatedly fall into and shame is an absolute asshole because it literally bonds us to our stories. It really, really does. And you said it perfectly. We're all human. We're all, we're, we're imperfectly perfect. The vantage point I have in the world today is different from the one I had yesterday. It's different from the one I had a month ago, six months ago. There are probably people that I know looking at, at this right now and going, what is she doing? What is she doing? You know, who, who know me from six months ago, six years ago, whatever. And um, I mean, I don't even know the person I was yesterday. That's how that's how new this experience feels for, for, for me. And so if I do find myself in a situation with something coming out of my mouth to either myself or somebody else that I know is not my truth, I don't beat myself up over it. I'll take accountability and responsibility where possible. At least I, I, I try to, if I get something wrong, yeah. I'll own it. Um, and I will, you know, I'll do something ab about that or with that. Um, but I'm, I'm done giving myself shit because nobody is, has given me as much shit as I have myself. And the shame that has fueled all of these apparent mistakes there are no mistakes you're always learning you're always growing so why should we add shame into the mix of that there when it's 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 absolutely unnecessary all it you know if if we can change up the vantage point of of what shame looks like in the middle of something if we do mess up to look at it as even more clarity um um What's her name? Esther Hicks says it all the time. You know, we experience huge contrast, which other people will look at as chaos. We experience huge contrast that ultimately leads us back into ourselves, that leads us to um, even more and more and more clarity about ourselves. So I would love to see myself continue to and other people to uh, give themselves a break 
because these are very, very intense times. Um, a lot of people don't have, you know, they don't have tools or techniques to navigate this and, and it feels like they're engulfed in something that's that's so big but if you don't need uh, look this is just my perspective again you, you don't need to to know everything that the spiritual community tells you you should know or be in a place that they say you should be at, at this stage it's it's like just be here now and and uh start where you are with how you feel with whatever you're dealing with and don't go ahead don't go back i know it's you know somebody can say it's, it's easier said than done and sometimes it is sometimes it comes easy for me sometimes it's, i'm like i'm kicking and screaming but i'm not gonna i'm trying not to I'm not saying i'm not going to i'm going to endeavor every time time and time again not to not to you know add shame into the mix because i don't always get it right um yeah yeah if that makes sense Completely, completely. Yeah, shame is like a, that's just like a noose or a chain around, like, um, and, and I feel it's, that's part of the kind of DNA structure that we, so many of us have inherited through many different of the, let's say, organizations, let's just leave it at that, that we have as a, as a collective manifested as a collective and a lot of these organizations have inbuilt into them shame through many different aspects of our life. And they, they all, and some of the most beautiful things um, in the human experience are shrouded by this inbuilt and it's in the DNA. And those organizations are dissolving and the DNA structures that have that inbuilt, you know, born in sin and these sorts of things, um, that DNA structure, the new beings that are coming in do not have that DNA structure. They did not we most of us watching this um inherited uh, through the carbon-based dna these um shame and guilt some of some of these others that were take we chose to be what i feel is one of the last generations who would move through that and move through to transmute it at this time so that we would and we have to experience it and know it to bring it into light and I feel like no longer will that need, it doesn't mean that they won't because can, we can easily pass it on to our children, but we, we no longer need, the new beings don't have to come in with that or they're not choosing to come in with that, but we are the you know DNA based and through our, our consciousness now coming into a place where we've seen the pattern, we've seen the lifetimes and lifetimes and organizations and things that have manifested through these these aspects that have really kept us kept us from such joy kept us from such connection kept us from so many of the beautiful things that we can experience here and i truly feel we're in a moment of the, all of that dissolving now but that like you said kicking and screaming what is as above so below what is within so without those structures and that collective reality that we have created well, is not going to dissolve easily. It's not going without, it's not just going to say, oh, okay, 
I'm, I'm off. You know, it's like the thing's still going to come on the conveyor belt too, and it's going to be brighter and it's going to be louder and it's going to be really pulling for your attention now because it knows of its own demise. It knows it's gone. And when you're able to be there and seeing that aspect of myself, which I at one time was traumatic, uh, shameful, guilty, uh, wrong, evil, whatever, name it, and you're able to watch it go by without the single slightest judgment and actually love compassion, it knows its demise. So it's going to try and do everything. It's going to try and jump, jump off the conveyor belt onto you and grab on. And you're just nonstick. Take me. <laughs> take me, take me. It's just going to, you're just going to be nonstick and you're just going to see and you're just going to be able to be there. And it's really important. But, and I love what you said. And I feel, I, it is, it's simple. Life is simple. All of this is simple. We, as a limited self, make it very complicated and very difficult and very challenging. It is truly simple, but it's not easy. But the most simple thing is this, is that what you said? Is like, be here now, like Ram Dass, be here now. It's like truly our true essence doesn't take work, doesn't take meditation, doesn't take a process, doesn't take a trick. It's always here. We're just looking at everything else except what is actually here. We're looking at the thing going along because it's bright and shiny object. <laughs> we want that next one. Or is the dark and scary object, whatever it is. But yeah, be here now. I love it. Yeah. Look, I mean, these intense times throw up the results they really do which is 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 the clearing of what it is we thought was true um what i i identify as the items on this conveyor belt are the thoughts the beliefs the feelings the emotions the experiences my programs that i have invested my entire life in and the stories attached to those and that's for anybody wondering what in the name of jesus are these two talking about on this conveyor bed that for that. me is, is oh brisk foresight is one. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's for me what i'm what i'm observing and as i have done my own work to neutralize the polarity between the the two things it means that for each thing I observe going by, I can most of the time observe it from a neutral space, hence my ability to kind of stand back and, and not grab it. For a lot of people who still have this um this 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 duality charge in their worlds, I mean I'm, we all do. I'm, I'm working all the time to to um neutralize my, my stuff. We all, we all are, um, but that's what the that's what the chaos will look like. That's what the intensity of things will look like. It's it's the amplification of of each of these things. Saying um, they will say, "Pick me," and another side will say, "Pick me," and it, you're in the middle, going, "Shit, what do I actually do?" When it's calling you to just be still. I I try I tried I tried to write about this in late December where oh man this is what happens when I try to uh, speak about something instead of writing it so God knows how this is going to come out 
but I likened it to stepping into Arkham Asylum, okay, of the Batman movie. And there is all sorts of chaos going on on this. It's like being on a, all of the actors or all the, all the, the patients appear to be like on this stage, right? I'm sitting in like an audience, it's just me. And I've got like, um, I use the analogy of, of an angel and a devil sitting either side of me or they're good and bad or positive and negative, whatever way you want to look at it. Observing, it was like I was observing this uh, drama, this play on, on the screen in Arkham Asylum. The, the people who are playing the parts, the actors were all like, uh, in patients of the asylum but they were all me and they were playing out all of my stories and I'm I'm watching it and I had like um you know this voice in one ear saying uh you got that so wrong right there that like you know shame on you you could have done that better you could have spoken to that person nicer you could have treated this situation better you know and in this side I've got go easy on yourself Melissa it's fine you did the best you could and I'm there you're going no, you actually didn't. You did shit. And it's like, it's okay. Never mind that, you know, voice over there. I'm in the middle observing this. So I've got this chaos here, you know, either side of me in, in, in my head. As I'm watching the screen, it's like this scene is trying to pull me in. Oh, come in over here. You remember this? You remember how this made you feel? Come on up here. Join us on the stage. Why don't you? And I'm like, oh, shit, shit, noise, noise, noise. As I'm sitting on this chair, all right? This is some imagination, but it's, it's the easiest way I could depict it. It was like I had shackles on my wrists and shackles on my feet. So I was bound to the seat, watching this story, all of these multiple stories playing out with these voices in my head, the emotions running rampant in my body going, like wanting to cry one minute, wanting to laugh, wanting to cringe and hide, except I can't lift my hands up because they're bound. And then this, it's like this big realization comes in and I hear this, this, it's like it drowned out everything and everyone and went, stand up now. And I'm like, I can't stand up, I'm, I'm bound. And it's like, stand up now. And I stand up and then the shackles just evaporate. It's like, it's like something out of a Marvel movie. I felt like a right superhero, but they just vanished right into oblivion. And then it's like, um, uh, do you want to re-engage with any aspects of any of these stories playing on this screen now? And I went, not a hope. Okay, turn and leave. I'm like, what about these two voices? Do you want to stay engaging in between these two? I'm like, no. Okay, then mo uh, keep moving forward. I'm like, okay, but there's a security guard at the door and he's got keys and the door is locked. And it was like, keep moving forward. And so I walk and then I li literally walk through the guard. So the guard is non-existent. Um, I, I put, it was like, put your hand to the door. I'm like, the door is locked. I can't open this bloody door. Uh, keep moving forward. I go forward and then the door lock just again disintegrates, evaporates. I go outside and I'm like, oh shit, I can't see. I can't see. I'm going to go blind. I can't see. And then I hear this voice. You've been living in the dark so long. It's going to take a little bit of time to climatize to this light, but this is you. And then I'm like, Poof. and then it was like, I came up and out of this state. And I tried to write that a couple of weeks ago. It probably didn't read like that, but that's kind of what happened. And it was a huge, it was the closest depiction I could get to what I was internalizing at the time. Um, obviously didn't say it to anybody because, well, 
It's not like you can sit down and cast it over a hot chocolate and <laughs> say, let me tell you what I experienced last night. But it's it's how it felt. It was the easiest way because for me, that's how I'm shown with these images and these these characters or, or these experiences. And the lesson for me was like, this is your story. This is your story. Stand up. Walk out. Keep moving forward. Don't look back. You're not going that way. And not because of anything else other than you you say so, you choose, you know? You choose, you said it at the beginning of this conversation, you choose what it is you wish to engage in or not. And you cannot get this shit wrong because we're always learning and we're always growing and we're always expanding and we're always going to contract, but we're going to expand again. And, and what's the underlying current of everything? This is just from my perspective. Or perspective it's that love it's that love of yourself the love that's so big that you are going to want to use your discernment to decide am I going to play this game or am I just going to stand down um sometimes you win the game by not even playing it and 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 that's yeah yeah that's what I was going to say <laughs> Did you, you must have told me that because I felt like I knew what you were going to say or either this is like a big deja vu moment or but that was amazing. Absolutely amazing. But I, but I, you told me this or you wrote about it and I read, it. I don't know, like you did write I, it. I, I, uh, I, I wrote about, I tried to write about it because. Amazing. I, I, I experienced these things and it's like. And just for anyone watching, this wasn't a dream. This wasn't a dream. This was like a. This was like a moment. This this happened in waking state. This is not a dream. Yes. So. Which is even more. Yeah. So this is hence my reluctance to uh, to to I suppose speak to it because it's not your normal average experience, you know. But I was (laughs) I was really I was in the middle of feeling all of these fields. I feel everything intensely and deeply. I always have, but I never knew what to do with it. And sure, well, anyway, that's the story of the conveyor belt. But I was there going, how how can I compartmentalize this? Because I feel like my mind is going. And and again, like I said to some maybe watching they'll, they'll go, she's she's lost it now, she's lost her shit, but I don't care and I'll tell you why. Because for the amount of messages that I will get privately or comments I'll see on, on something that I am vulnerable enough to share, the amount of people who, who have resonance and, and it blows my mind and I'm very humbled by it at the same time that, that they can uh, see themselves or hear themselves in my words means I'm reforging this connection that we all feel like it's like um, a lady messaged me today and it's like we're all feeling this disconnect, this disconnect. The world is telling us all to, you know, to disconnect from each other, all, all of, of life. And yet what's common for all of us is our human experiences. It's, it's our emotions, it's our thoughts, it's our beliefs. Um, so I was trying to articulate, well, how, how, how do I compartmentalize this? How do I, how do I put this into words? And I just start to write and, and that's what happens. I just write and then it comes out and then I press post and then I just don't think about it again. And then I actually see that I'm not the only one who's in this space or in this state. And then I'm happy because other people know that they're not alone. And me too, you know, me too, Amazing. because it's, um, 
it's it's crazy out there so if we can acknowledge the vulnerabilities within ourselves we give permission for other people to acknowledge them within themselves it, it allows another person then to, to to tap into what exactly they feel and speak to and act on and yeah the rest is kind of history i just went on a ramble there <laughs> absolute fire yeah. absolute fire i love it i love it and because this is cracking consciousness i have to share the wee funny things that's come into but as soon as you when you were saying there now did you ever see this meme um where it's it shows like this squirrel and it says nuts must stay and says not not my stay uh the crazy in me sees honors and loves the crazy in you and that's what like the crazy and what we call crazy like it's not not my stay no more not my stay it's yeah. like because what was normal was not normal and this is like people talking no, about never. going back to the the what was normal people that's what people really need to get used to is like normal was not and has never been normal it was not natural and it was like the that was real craziness that is real craziness is where we what we thought was normal and like people just living in their identity living in this bubble of like i am i am everything that i experience i am this identity i am what i've been told by this teacher this parent this this world i am a consumer i am a woman i am a man i am a whatever all of these things that are labels and temporary labels they are just constructs, constructs of this limited mind. And I just love that, that what you share, because I know that's a, been a journey for you. And I just love mm -hmm. how easily it's flowing from you now. And that is such a gift, such a gift to be able to give that to people. <clears throat> the vulnerability, the authenticity on a really deep level that allows people to just become more of themselves. It allows them to breathe and let their shoulders drop. Oh my God. I'm not crazy. Oh my God, there's other people that's exactly like me and crazy. What's crazy? You know, what is crazy? No. Crazy is, you know, what was seemed normal was crazy. What we've been shown yeah. as normal is crazy. It's like literally not in any way natural the way that we were, that we are designed, the way that we are, like our essence. Our essence is love. Our essence is connection. Our essence is unity. All of these things have just been separations. They've all been just dividing. And I was talking about it earlier, like it's just divide and rule, separate and conquer and pit people against each other. But all of those things are just representative of the parts of our self inside that we separate, that we fear, like the shame and the guilt, like you talked about parts over here. I don't want to see that part of myself. So the world has to reflect that back to us. But now we're in this point where the reflections are coming so fast. The cycle, like the the conveyor belt used to go slowly and it might come back in a month, whatever. That conveyor belt now is like on hyperspeed. So it's like a whir. Yeah. You're not going to see individual things like woo, 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 woo. So we have to be more yeah. than ever in discernment as you shared like and the and the clarity of our discernment and this like what i feel you show um it, there has to be the courage it has to take real courage to be discerning especially when that makes means that you have to make challenging decisions around how you present how you show up 
relationships, what you do with in the world, how you present yourself in the world, how you are in the world. It takes real courage to do that. And whenever you do that, you open up a field for so many. And I know that this is what you do. And I love it. So nuts must stay. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't give anybody control of your conveyor belt. That's the last thing I no, just want to finish on. Because they're standing yeah. on the they're standing on the same one as you and they don't know it. <laughs> mm. And also yes. Ultimately, just just to kind of finish off that conveyor belt, because like we, uh, Melissa brought that up at the at the beginning, and we just kind of flowed with it. Again, this is not planned. This is a little pop up, unplanned, completely just in flow as always. Um, but just one thing I wish to share, and it's it's something that has been the basis of my journey, is that we ultimately want to get to the point where. We can be in the, the being that's in neutrality, that's not judging and is able to watch and able to interact and engage in whatever um, from a place of neutrality. But ultimately, we truly want to be and recognize us as the place where everything is seen. We can see the one that's in, in neutrality. We can see that one. We're not that one that makes the choices. We're not that one that engages or not engage. We're the one that has no form, that has no actual identity of anything, is that which gives rise and the ability for that one to make to be in neutrality, that one that's behind, that's previous to, that one that is not a one, that doesn't have a name. So I just want to begin there and end there. Perfect. Thank you so Perfect. much for <laughs> taking you. off your... Um, Harry Potter pajamas <laughs> and putting on your hoodie and accepting uh, this little invitation as a last last minute. This is the best. This is the best. Like mm. this is spontaneous. This is where this is where we're moving to. Spontaneous, no planning, just flow, no you know, just sharing in the moment. That is beautiful. And anyone that's watched this, I'm sure you you could feel like when you're in flow. There, it's just incredible and powerful and it's like momentary <clears throat> when we write words we sometimes can go back and delete the words and oh i'm going to put this differently but now it's just like just pure raw flow so it's amazing beautiful putting the pajamas back thank on thank you uh no i'm gonna go in and pull up the hood <laughs> no go into my little i wore the, hood the whole time too i words for you there we go i know and i'm I'm kind of raging because, but look, you can barely see me under here. The size, but I love it though. I love it. Erin and the kids, they, they got me a, a hoodie for Christmas. It's like three sizes too big for me. The hood is massive. It's just the most perfect thing ever. I love it. I love it. Someone, Anybody wants to ever buy me a present, buy me hoodies. <laughs> <laughs> Someone asked, I think it might have been Kim asked. I'm going to put it on here. Thank you all, everyone, for the comments. Thank you for all the beautiful sharings. We just kind of flowed there. No, we never said, do. Uh, hello, beautiful souls. Question, did you two plan the yin and yang attire? Love you both. No. Absolutely. This was never. not planned at all. It can never be. But it always happens. <coughs> I love it. I just love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for saying yes. Because I know, and I know maybe before, that you know that's that's i'm just loving it i'm just loving it like you there wasn't even a second hesitation when i just randomly said well we just go live about half an hour, an hour ago or whatever it was there wasn't even a second of hesitation you're just like yes 
this is the sign of the times i feel it's just pure and yeah, yeah. look it's 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 still it's still terrifying i'm not gonna lie but sure what's the worst that can happen i mean we hit that topic before so that's cool it's it. cool and if it helps you know then i've loved it i've loved the conversation it's been perfect thank you thank you as ever thank you so much thank you everyone for your comments thank you for just being here at this time and just actually let's just begin like we started so just like every mm -hmm. and invite everyone to we'll just take a moment of silence we'll take a moment of silence and just a moment of blessing intention and love connecting with the love that you are and if there is any one or anything or any cause or idea that you wish to bless we just take this moment together and silently connect Thank you, thank you, thank you again. Thank I you. am Melissa Dehan. I am Mark McNichol. I am all of you. We are all one. Thank you, thank you, thank you. See you soon. Ciao. Bye. Bye.